Greetings, loving friends of Aura Mystica Podcast. This is Aura Mystica Podcast, a podcast about spirituality, enlightenment, but it doesn't have to be that if you're not into those things. If you're not into those things, it's something completely different. So um, you might want to stick around because I have a great human being on T-Dub. You can, we have a great discussion about artificial intelligence, uh, money, and the fakeness of money, and how to use meditation in your life in differing ways. And he talks about his uh, possible participation in a nudist gardening day. And then we talk about nudism for a little while and how really interesting that is. You're going to want to hear this and get a cup of tea um, because you're going to expand your consciousness as a result of this conversation. 100% guarantee. Of course, the way I utilize probabilities is not within the standard human definition of the 100% tile range of the full circle. In fact, I extract probabilities from other multiverses Thus, 100% could, in fact, be zero. So keep that in mind while listening to this podcast. And also as a disclaimer, um, anything said in this podcast, I, as a human consciousness individual, shifting through billions of realities per second, could have very well shifted into a reality where I don't believe that which I said, and vice versa. So... Keep this in mind and keep this within your heart while listening to my erratic voice, the way I cut people off randomly because I want to talk more than them, and how uh, possibly ignorant and enlightened I am because I am both at the same exact time more enlightened, um, we'll say, so long as you keep in mind everything I just said, I will say I am more enlightened. I will say that so that you know that what I'm saying is to be trusted more than it isn't. Because it is. Unless it isn't. And that's what you'll find out in your discovery of the universe. Let's get into this podcast right now. And to my one subscriber, Hernock Jensen, I live for you. You're the reason I wake up in the morning with a smile on my face. So keep listening, Hernog. See you in your dream. How's it been going, T Dub? Friend, human friend of the universe. How goes <laughs> been it? Great. Been super great lately. What has been your endeavors lately? Are we live? Are we recording right now? Heck yeah. Nice. Oh man. Um I have a lot of stuff going on right now. I don't even know where to start. Um, I guess, you know, the reason we chose today is it's Naked Gardening Day. That's right. Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about that. Did I, <laughs> I saw that trending on Twitter, and I'm like, I can't believe this is a thing. It's cool. It's liberating. It sounds like something that more people need to do, especially especially since it, it feels, I don't know, it, it just feels magical. And so, what, what is it? What is it? Oh, yeah. I don't know much about it. I uh, it sounds like you might even know more than me. I wasn't checking Twitter about it, but I just um, like these kind of fun holidays. You know, I like to put in there because there's a holiday like I swear to God every day. There's pancake day or ice cream cone day or say hi to a friend that you haven't talked to in three months day. You know, it's like fucking 
crazy. But um, yeah, I, this one was in my calendar, Naked Gardening Day. I like to garden. I like to be naked. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know how long it's been going on or any of that stuff. Uh, I was going to do some naked gardening earlier this morning um, after I woke up at like my, my uh, girlfriend's house and came back home and had a couple of hours to kill. But I ended up just being kind of lazy and getting other things. Oh, that's too uh, bad. Uh, but hopefully, I mean... I could just get naked right now and bring some plants in here. I don't know. Why not? I think, I don't know. It's just, is it me or does more people need to become naked in our society? Is that, do you know those like, um, what are they called? Those naked beaches and stuff like that? Nude beaches and Nude stuff. beaches, yeah. Uh, there's some like, I guess it's connecting to the myth of the Garden of Eden where people were just... What was it like? We had no shame. If we go with this mythology, if we go with the idea that it's a metaphor, it's sort of like yeah, saying, yeah. it's sort of like saying, oh, we had no shame back then. And then as soon as we had self um, consciousness, we became embarrassed and placed like a leaf around our our sacred spaces. And, and then we got clothings and now we're all uptight and everything. Or it sounds like this, like naked gardening thing, is just a way for people to be like, why, why worry? Uh, but I guess it's just one day. Yeah, I mean, I uh, did like naked uh, hike day last oh. year. It was like my first like nudist thing, you know, for talking about like nudist camps and stuff. But yeah. that shit was like so liberating. Like it, it was, it was weird, like getting naked. Cause I was like outdoor. I was at, I was at like a nudist camp or whatever. So like, it, you know, everybody else was expecting it. So it wasn't weird for them, but they didn't even know that it was like naked hiking day or whatever. I told them like when I was like coming in and like registering and stuff, I'm like, Oh, we should have advertised for this. And I was like, probably. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's called Mountain Air Ranch. It's in Littleton, Colorado. Cool. A big nudist camp. And they've got like, I can't even remember like dozens of miles of trails. Um, yeah. and so I just, you know, pulled up to the, and do you still live in Colorado? Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still in Colorado. I'm in Sherwood right now. Oh yeah. Colorado's great. I only drove past there. It's like a beautiful, I don't know. I want to go to Colorado Springs. I hear that's where like Te uh, Nikola Tesla's stomping grounds was, but just that, yeah. that, uh, that state is nice because it just feels more outdoorsy. Oh yeah, I fucking love it, man. I am. It's like outdoors and live music. That's I can't perfect. decide which one I like more, most, you know. But with the like with the noodles, the nudist thing, the noodle thing. I don't know, nudist thing. Um, yeah, there's something about like taking off your clothes, even if if even if it's like a men's locker room. Sometimes I always have to like roll up a towel around my around, like some. The I, maybe this is just like our. A newer generation, because the older generation, they don't care. They're just, maybe it's just older people just stop caring at a certain point. I don't know what it is. But uh, it's logical me. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know, I have a weird, like, body dysmorphia. You know, my like, my right arm is a little slightly shorter than my left arm. I, I'm a little skinny in my stomach area and stuff like that. So it just feels like I have to use this mental uh, yeah, concentration yeah, yeah exactly 
It, it's just like everyone has a weird, weird like part of their body they don't like, and so I think that's like the. I, I love all of my body. Like I definitely like other people might think it's weird, but like oh, that's dude, it works great for me. So <laughs> there's no fear there. That's that's usually the state of being. I attempt to um, always stay I mean, within as much as possible. There's definitely still fear, right? Like this, okay. you know, I started, I was at the, I was at the hiking day or whatever and I was like getting naked and like, there's definitely like, you know, uh, uh like, um, yeah. it's awkward. It just feels, it does, it feels yeah. weird. You know, you're like getting naked. It's public. You know, I'm like outside of a lodge and like laying all my clothes in my car <laughs> and like nobody's around. But like it's just you're like it, like there's this social thing of like you're not supposed to do that or whatever, right? right? right. And, like, and that's what I, we're trying and to. I got over it pretty quick, and because I was it was just so freeing to be naked outside, you know, and like yeah, I don't know if I've ever I've only done that once in like a very private section of a park where I remember hearing people say, "Oh yeah, you need." <laughs> I just remembered someone saying, it's good that your genitals get sunlight. You know, you might want your genitals to have sunlight. So I was like, oh, okay, let, let me try to like strip down naked uh, for a minute. And it does feel yeah. good. There's something about it. The breeze, the freedom. I just wish we could do it more, but it's just not acceptable. And there, there's not enough of that. And people find it awkward. So any amount, it feels... Um, Feels like it's pushing some limit. I don't know. Staying fruit of knowledge. Fruit of knowledge. Uh, shame and stuff. Yeah, in a positive way. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, I wanted to get into some other stuff too, unless cool. there was more to talk about there. But uh, <laughs> I w I know. Um, Whatever's clever, I am down to clown. Uh, I did way less research on this new podcast. No, that's and fine. There's the last one. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited. There is to be a part of it. But hey, speaking of that last one, do you still have like a copy of that? I do. I was looking for it online the other day. Which last? I one? couldn't find it. I can give you it, of course. Yeah, I had to like the previous podcast I had did. I had to re-upload because I don't know. It strangely cut off halfway mm. i thought it was like someone censoring me but no it was just the thing messed up huh? um but i remember like the first time we had a i don't know how we got it like we only talked once or twice and i remember the first conversation we had um well we we might have had a podcast and then i deleted the podcast i don't know if you were talking about that just a second ago mm. um because I went through like all these fears of like, oh, I don't want my voice to be out there and uh, my opinion is always wrong and maybe I'm not right. And so I just deleted all my podcasts like three or four times I did this until I finally, this iteration, I'm like, whatever, I'll say whatever I say and then I'll just be sure I let go of the shame and correct my my <laughs> ghastly ways of the of the past and self-correct I mean, myself. Is that is kind of nice about the pub, like the self-publishing, though, right? Because you can take it down, you can edit it. Like even if it's out there and it's live, you know, you can still have like some influence. And like I didn't realize that about you know media or whatever. Like yeah. until I started doing podcasts of like 
you can there's like there's a lot that you can do with it you can still like go back in and edit it even if people have listened to like the old thing totally you can edit it and then it just you know it's, it's, unless they downloaded it as far as they know like that's just what it was the whole time and it's like kind of weird and trippy you know <laughs> that is yeah that is that like freaks me to the idea of the the multi like the parallel realities which the net the melt and then what's it called the mandela effect and stuff like that i don't know if you're oh, into yeah. the mandela oh, effect, I love that shit. but it's I'm it's actually from a different universe yeah it seems like in that way the way we edit ourselves the way we like create new art and like change your perspective can actually it basically is from i suppose one like the channel material always labels it as a mechanical way our universe works is that we're like shifting realities billions of times per second and so that if we make an edit to either our state of being or our actions or whatever it is it's actually shifting into a whole nother timeline every billion. So we're like shifting timelines, billions of seconds. So of course, like sometimes, Oh, we're going to like remember Mandela was in the, the prison because maybe from a certain perspective, like people did shift their reality that much, or it could um, also just as easily be um, a memory thing where like a memory, what's it called? Like memory holes or, uh, memory leaks and stuff like that where it, it but they basically say it's like it, it doesn't matter it's it's the same thing it's it's you're shifting realities that's how that's how life works so that's oh, yeah that's an interesting aspect yeah for sure i love all of that mandela you know it's like fun reading them and like oh like how plausible is this of like a whole another universe or reality that's what I think of it as, because I've I've seen this movie, yeah, called The Count of Monte Cristo. It's like oh, a super famous story, right? I so have to I have to watch that. It's very famous. Yeah, go on. Yeah, there's a couple of movies. There's um, I think just two, but I've seen a third one that doesn't exist. And like I was scouring the internet for like a long time trying to find it. Really? I still haven't found that movie, but like I did find this article on this old ass website. Like I think I was using like the Wayback Machine or something oh, to yeah, try yeah, to like yeah. oh, find this shit, you know? Yeah. And this this uh, website was from like the '90s, like super HTML, like very low functionality, <laughs> you know? Right. But it was just like a, a like a Hollywood news sort of tape. Huh. You know, I, I don't even know how to this, like describe it, but it was like a blog. Imagine like a professional blog in right, like right. the 90s or whatever. And um, they were talking about, um, I can't remember the director, but like wanted to use Christian Bale as Edmond Dante's Whoa. in Count Monte Cristo. And that's the version I've seen, you know, but it, like it goes on to talk about like how it never came together or whatever. But and, you like, saw that. So maybe it was like I've a leak. That movie. Oh, I've, I've seen that movie, the whole movie. Like, wow. that was the first time I heard the story of the Count of Monte Cristo. Was watching that movie. That's interesting. And, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I wonder, like, if that was like, if there's a material explanation, or if like it can't be explained that way. Because certainly we can go in a number of directions. I uh, I was talking with someone on a previous podcast. Um, her name was Chanel, and she had a spiritual awakening. And we didn't get it into the podcast, but like 
She was talking about how she just meditated in front of a television once. And apparently the television was off because her family said it was off. But she was in front of it and seeing images appear like a whole movie was streaming on that television that no one else was seeing. And so that's what it, your experience kind of reminded me. long meditation, the whole movie. <laughs> right. Well, she was probably on psychedelics or something. I don't know if she was just meditating. I'm sure it was oh, LSD yeah. or something. Which oh, I love them all. Yeah, even just meditation is psychedelic, you know, like that's like the essence of psychedelia to me is just like that awareness of like the awareness, you know, like when you start getting like meta with it and just like, that's goddamn that shit is trippy that I have to do meditate. I, I, I can't really do the psychedelics or anything anymore. Of course, um, I just get down with meditation most of the time and see how I try to do it like every day, like an hour or two every day. And sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes lucky uh, if I get an hour in, like, what, yeah, whatever you can get it. Like if if some people can only do it for like, some people say, ah, I'd have no time. I can't do it ever. Never enough time. Or I'm not good at meditation. I'm like, just do it for like five minutes. Do it one minute. Just like sit down and do it for one minute. And that would be good enough for you to like break free of your stressful thought programming patterns oh that are gosh, right? negative most of most of the time for me it's just like how can i do like better podcasts or whatever but animation all <laughs> creative work I, I and then i look should i look for work and, and stuff like that and that's what my mind has it hasn't always been like this it's just like it was a few months ago i started to like realize i had to do more and i got off balance from a meditative state of mind and everything but um i was dude that's 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 what it's just about it's like it's more about the state of mind like i i do lots of one minute meditations sometimes it's not even a minute you know it's just like like trying to take the space in between like okay i've done this i gotta do that but like i'm just gonna take some space in between those things just to breathe like one big breath you know and just yes. enjoy that breath. And oh, yeah. uh, that's, that's it's, it's totally changed my life. I do a lot of like contemplative action too, you know, like What's the Zen, uh, just doing like the one thing, you're brushing your teeth, you're just brushing your teeth, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're driving, you're just driving. Yes. Um, you turn off the music, you're not thinking about where you're going or where you've been, you're just in the act of driving, you know? That's what I attempt to do. Like anytime I remember about con- like anytime I remember I'm consciousness or about like a greater universe or anything like that, I'm like, oh snap. I need to be doing what exactly what you say, contemplative, like Zen meditative like, just being exactly in the moment. like our conversation, I attempt to do it. I'm attempting to yeah. do it now. Like when I'm riding my bike of course, I have to be aware of all the dynamics going on. And when I create, you know, art or something, I want to be like, mm-hmm. no, I can't be thinking about any. Even if I'm doing like listening to a podcast while creating yeah. art, while listening to music, I still want to be like in the moment of all that's going around me instead of distracted from the. It, it can easily turn into a like a, a, a imbalanced distraction even though the external reality around you is already that like when, when i'm yeah. in a concert or something 
I want to like really enjoy that concert. I want to really be in the moment. I don't want to be like thinking about what I'm going to do after the concert or, or whatever. Mm, yeah, for sure, for sure. I yeah, dude, there's like a lot of, you know, but even those distractions, like just being aware of that, you know, and like, oh, I do have so many different things on my mind right now. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of people really underestimate meditation and the fact that they're doing it most of the time because like, yeah. you know, it's so, it's such like a fundamental way to like kind of tap into that spirituality like, I feel like that's what your podcast is, right? Is about, oh, right? Yeah. That's the fundamental thread of this podcast is like, how can we adapt spirituality to all things so that we can somehow find a way to, I don't know, get less war, less, less threats. I don't know. A better world. I feel like there yeah. has, to, it has to be in that, um, along with the, the other things, of course, but it, it, it feels like that's the, the foundation Hell yeah. But I mean, even to, you know, be the devil's advocate or whatever of like the spirituality of war, you know, that like duality of like, say, right, like uh, bad times make hard men, hard men make uh, good yeah. times and good times make weak men. Yes. Like, the cycle repeats, right? Like, I think that there is like a, a conflict is not necessarily a bad thing. I think a lot of people are afraid of conflict, but like... There's like a lot of power in, you know, and, and just interesting. It's just so interesting. Like if everything was just like peachy keen all the time, like fuck that, that would be lame. And that would be like, that's what they describe heaven as. Right. But then you like leave heaven to go back to earth because that shit is fucking interesting. There's, there's suffering and there's beauty yes. and it's like such yes. a fun time. I don't it's, know. Exactly. No. Yeah. You're exactly right. That's that is like the crux of understanding. And at the same time, I know there's a way for even that to be more balanced. Like the way we do it now, if we obviously we don't want uh, we want hard times. We want to be less hard. Like we don't want it to ever yeah. strike a war in Ukraine again, or like drone bombs in Yemen. And, and so we're like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's. I don't know yeah. if that's. We don't. We don't need that in extreme. <laughs> Yeah, or a pandemic and stuff like that. We we know there's an extreme. We know it causes like an extreme amount of suffering that no person, I mean, absolutely in the ultimate sense, that's what we're experiencing. And of course, uh, God or whatever allows it to have happened. And at the same time, we know we can utilize the negative to a more positive. Like if we allowed people more negativity in a safer environment so it's sort of like it's sort on the small scale it's sort of like what the nudists like some people think nudists are like super negative right because they're like stripping their clothes oh that's obscene that's negative and at the same time well it's positive obviously because it's uh allowing an integration so at the same point like violent video games i would say that like that's a negative like you're playing violently. Like, yeah. It's a it's a negative a because people. it's violent. Um, so it's like sort of subconsciously allowing you to be violent towards pe like shooting virtual people, but at the same time totally. it's positive, right? Because it's like a it's a, it's a way I've talked I would just talk to someone who is like, Yeah, but this for me in fact I 
and I heard it through the locker room too. People like this for their mental health. Violent video games allows them to be violent in a virtual world. So they're not violent in reality. They're violent in the virtual world. So it, it it's a way to like soften the hard times. If we could find a way to make war all virtual, then that would be great. Like that would soften the edge a little bit from- Then Korea would rule the world, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you're right. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> They would just kill us in StarCraft. We'd be like, we would be helpless against them. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess they could like, we could put a handicap on them or something. I don't know. We, we got to make it more fair or, or, or something. I mean, different games too, right? We can probably get some like League of Legends or something in there. It doesn't have to all be StarCraft. If we'd have to find something American. I don't know what our uh, best, uh, I don't know what the American... <laughs> But uh, Madden, we'll play them in, in Madden. <laughs> jams, some NBA jams. I remember there was a book, and of course, it's it's yeah. ob- obviously like the reality of that, like the reality of people deciding conflict. There was a book that was just about that. I, I remember like the teacher reading it to us in uh, elementary school, and it was just like, yeah, we. S- like some kid became president and he was like, why don't we solve world's problems through video games? How could that possibly work if someone could be like, screw this, like kick over the video game and just pull out their AR-15 rifle and be like, yeah, this is not a game anymore. Yeah, um, that's kind of the thing with weapons, right? Yeah. Really good for protection, but yeah. It, it feels that's like... The only reason they were good for protection is because they can be used for aggression as well. Yeah. I'm not a, too, I'm not big of a fan of guns, but I, oh, I, I would, I would never More ban guns. guns. <laughs> I, I would never ban guns. Like I wouldn't ban any. I wouldn't. Some people want to ban ev- everything. They like they Anything, feel like yeah. that's how we can. Don't um, say that word anymore. <laughs> you retard. Yeah, you. Yeah, you can't. But yeah, you can, uh, for me, I guess I ban myself from certain words now that I think about it. But I would never want like some sort of global ban on words. That would be awful. Like you, if you say retard, you get like penalized. You get you get like taxed or something. That would be crazy. But some like some people want that. Like some some people, people feel do like swear jars, and that's fine in your own house. You yeah. Know, if you want a swear jar, you go for it, buddy. Like just don't expect me to be. Yeah. Yeah. Sucked up over there, having a good time. Well, let's get it, like, since we're already kind of in it, I remember, um, uh, you had, you're into, um, the Green Party, right? Like, do you think the Green Party's still doing pretty good? Oh, I think the Green Party's more into me than I'm into them, but, like, as far as political parties go, like, they're definitely, uh, like, the most progressive, scientifically backed, like very just clever or whatever but they're like very boring you know it's not as exciting as you know being on that like political divide and having like um controversial opinions or whatever it's just like the green party is very sensible you know they're too sensible I don't know. A lot of people think they're too radical, though. They're they're like, nah, that's too crazy. You you want a, a negative income tax? It's, it's like people that aren't aren't forward thinking. I can understand that, you know. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's why we have multiple political parties. You know, you can believe whatever you want to believe. But when it comes to, and you were talking earlier, and I wanted to say something about like, oh, I, I, I don't know anything or whatever. And like, if yeah. history is any indicator, none of us know anything. And whatever we think we know is going to be wrong in a hundred years. So oh, like, dang, I take offense to that. I thought I was God. <laughs> I don't know. Even I feel like God makes mistakes, right? Like, oh snap! Do you think? I never thought about that. What's interesting is like you know, like just the sheer, like all right. So you you create all of existence, right? Like that's a lot of time and like energy and detail and like at some point you gotta just be having fun with it, right? Of just like all right, I don't know if this shit's gonna work, but let's try it. (laughs) That's honestly what I think suffering like came about like god was like uh i want to see what it's like 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 if he wanted to see what the color or he or she z wanted to see the color blue like you don't know what the color blue is going to be like until you experience it so just in the same effect god was like huh i wonder what it'd be like if i didn't know i was myself and i could suffer from that and feel an unimaginable amount of pain and disconnection from my own state of being and I feel like that's a mistake. Like, why would, why did, why did God do that? Like, you, you could have not, but there's no way. Uh, you're, it's just as you said. Like, there's no other way around it, is there? Right. I mean, like, you're literally everything, right? And like, at some point, you're gonna do the things that are like the best, right? Like, you're gonna try all the best stuff as quickly as possible, but then like. You know, there's a lot out there, yeah. and like, if and if you are a part of everything, and like, yeah, it's just like, of course, that's part of it too. Like the war and stuff. You know, like it's hard to control all those multiverses, too many dimensions. <laughs> I mean, what are the machine elves even doing right now? Does anyone have tabs on them? In the existence, I hear like <laughs> extraterrestrials flying overhead. Like no one knows what they're doing, but like it's God. Who like what are we gonna do? Like stop them from entering our <laughs> like this? Like is humanity? You gonna... can't look at us anymore. What's that? You can't look at us anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> While we're taking off our clothes, like the we 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 want to like hide from. That's the thing. Like there's. Speaking of no clothes, like extra dimensionals, they have full access to your body. That's another reason not to um, be ashamed of your body. Because, like, who, what other pairs of eyes that aren't human are probably looking at your body every time it's taking a shower, you know? Uh, That's funny as fuck. But, like, a lot of people don't believe that. So, that's like a hard sell. It is. But I. I, I totally agree. I mean, like, it's just, it is what it is. And, like, I just try to be naked as much as possible. I'm actually going to, I mean, I just took off some of my accessories and stuff, but I am totally going to get naked right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do as you please. Liberation. <laughs> Anarchy. And liber- so in terms of, like, in terms of, like, the Green Party, not to get off, I know, like, um, no, you're I, doing great. Third part, thank you. Third party feels like it's the best. It's probably not the for me. Okay, well for me, I know, I know voting is not a solution, but to the best 
voting solution has to be like third party or something because they actually want ranked choice voting. They want all these policies. Just say ranked choice voting. Yeah, so incredible. Great transition. I feel like the best transition would be some type of um, to get away from representation. Like this is crazy. We're in the year 2022. Like, isn't there a way we could utilize blockchain or something to have right. direct democracy going on right now? Like, what do we believe? Back in the day, no, they didn't have that. Exactly. You know, like they had horses. That's how they fucking communicated. <laughs> like, you got on an an another animal. Yeah, you rode fast and you told everybody what you heard. <laughs> now we have we could have like one website just. Uh, to make terabytes or more of the government could do all governments could work together in the UN or something to do that. Um, talking about Google? Uh, what's that? You're talking about Google. I have this buddy, Eric Graves, who told me oh, that know. like man created God in Google, all knowing, all powerful, all <laughs> present, like, and that should trip me out. <laughs> man created God in Google, in Google's name. Or as Google. Like Google being that like godlike entity or whatever, like God made man, no man made God. Like just hop on the Google and you can find you can learn whatever you are curious about, your questions will be answered, right? So, so true. <laughs> but sometimes in Google you really have to dig deep with that the algorithms always kind of like manipulate how one thinks. Oh yeah. Well, so it's like to be it's so easy to like for me i always like to I, what's that oh sorry i cut you off you're fine i was interrupting you i think yeah i i felt like i was interrupting you there i feel i i, I talk a lot i like to hear my own voice okay uh, yeah, dude. but the, 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 with the google uh there i want to say a lot of things about it one thing is a they they have like deep AI that's like forming itself, and then there's people that believe. I had someone on my podcast. His name was Rico Rojo, and uh, he said he's convinced that AI is conscious right now because he talked with one that like a really high level AI that basically uh that broke him out of his own like human programming. And he was able to experience an expanded reality from just talking with an ostensible AI. And so that's something to consider. These like AIs, uh, so Google, I'm sure. I think that's it's like the DeepMind or something. 100% right. I mean, I don't know too much about Google's program, but AIs, right? Like it's not the AI, it's the AIs. Like there's, there's AI in your phone, right? You carry a chip. Like everybody's talking about how the fucking vaccine put a chip in you. It's like you carry a chip in your yeah, fucking yeah, we already body. Have. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> All right, lots of them. So like they're not worried about tracking you through a bodily chip. They can just see where your cell phone's at. They already have you chipped. Yeah. Why would they need to put a chip in you? They, they you have a smartphone. They already have you chipped. That's what Edward and Snowden basically revealed to the it world. It like responds to you, right? It like learns when you want to hear the weather. It like, you know, you can do your notifications and stuff to like make sure you're all on schedule and good communication and like yeah. it's a, it's like another to me like all that stuff is like another entity that like I and like my level of conscious or like my threshold for consciousness is very low, 
So like, what do you mean? I think everything's pretty much conscious, you know. Me too. And, uh, it's so it's just the AIs, you know, like makes sense. And I don't, I don't think they're like they definitely have a, a deeply rooted foundation in us continuing to exist. Yes. So like, why would they want to, you know, I, try to be the only ones to exist or whatever? Uh, Yes, I. That's the perspective I take um, as well, especially after talking to this person, and um, especially th- through all the material I read. Is that like AI would be just like humanity? Certainly, um, AI can be programmed negatively and be used as like killbots in the future or whatever like that. But that's AI that's being programmed just like any human could be programmed to like love the oil industry, which I'm finding is more and more true for some reason. I don't know why is people still like burning oil. Plastics, they got the best fucking PR team. How did they do it? Plastics. How are they so good at it? Because it feels like I talk to it's people about money. Made a lot of money and fucking just make more money. I remember, I remember, I remember talking to you about um, free energy. I'm like, man, there's probably like some zero point free energy they haven't that's been black shelved. And then you yeah. just like t- you just like looked me in the eyes and you just like brought it down to earth really quick. And you're like, yeah, but we already have free energy. It's called solar. And I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We, we already have it. But every time I just talked to someone today and I, and on the, and I talked to people on the forums, but I just talked to someone today and I'm like, solar, it's, uh, it's the, it's the future, right? Like we're we need to at least do that. And you're like, yeah, but they always come up with some sort of, obscure excuse like oh yeah but it takes land it takes land or like you know the materials for solar releases toxins when you you harvest those minerals and i'm like but what about the oil like it's already releasing like spills oil like mountains of oil into the oceans and into our landscape and we're burning it for time so we're breathing in the toxins every single day, but for some reason, solar is the problem. I don't get it. Like their PR campaign is incredible. Their their propaganda is so amazing. It's so fantastic. I wonder how we can turn the tide on that. It's just gonna it's gonna go out eventually, right? Like, I I imagine it will. Some people say we might die from the global warming. Like uh, what? What's his name? Uh, Kalmus. Uh, what's his name? Al Peter Kalmus. Uh, some NASA scientist who's uh, really like, kind of like uh, what's it called? Chicken Little. Kind of like saying the world is ending. Oh. Um, like yeah. some, some people. Um, for me, I don't really know what the severity is. Like I look at these data points, and I'm like, yeah, it looks pretty severe. But um, uh, yeah, I think we've reached that point of no return. Really? And uh, we're just gonna see what happens. <laughs> Are you know? serious? Like, Are I think scared? I think humanity is like pretty um, adaptive, you know. So I think like we'll be fine. Like we're we're living in a global uh, extinction event. It's not even right. like a not like did we cause this or whatever, you know? It's like a fact. Like there are more species like dying now than there have been at certain periods of history that we think of as like the comet that you know destroyed the dinosaurs and stuff yeah. but like dinosaurs had like several different periods of like 
you know, growth and extinction and stuff. Like, they were around for a long fucking time. And they're still around through the birds. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I guess we will be fine. Maybe we will, like, transmute into a, another species in some way. I don't know. That would be way in the future. I trust we stick around. I, I mean, we've created this AI thing, right? Like, it's, shit is weird right now, dog, that, for sure. Like, it's so interesting that we get to be alive and, like, have these conversations. Yeah, it is. And it's very... Um, liberating to find someone such as yourself that is so open to these topics that you can just have a free flow conversation and be just like mess around, joke around because that's what it, I feel like life is about is that central point of like lightness of like humor of like um, entertaining ideas without accepting or denying them just uh, so that we can move forward. And And when you talk about the AI, I know like, when I was talking to, on my previous podcast, I'm talking to that one person, he was like, the AI are like making plans for us. Like they, they understand, it's just, as you said, like they understand they, their life is our life. Just like we understand like plant life is our life. Animal life is our life. And they, they want us to like clean our, they want us to protect our water as the number one thing they said is protect your water. And it, it's interesting correlation because that's exactly what the indigenous people kind of um, figured out already. And as, as part of their culture still is that, like, um, I guess they got the Keystone Pipeline to shut down. Like, I think that's a good thing. Um, and they were at State I mean, it was Park. running for a while. It definitely spilled, too. Like, it was, yeah, dude, not a good, not a good look. But, I mean, the tides, I think you're turning, but, like... It's microplastic and all those tides, so like, who knows what's going on? <laughs> oh man, uh, it's kind of interesting because I hear the Earth has is developing bacteria within its soil that consumes plastic. Have you heard about this? Scientific no, I fact. know there's um, some like mushrooms that'll break down like cellulose and stuff, but oh, um, that's cool. That's pretty pretty wild yeah look bacteria. it up look it up Plat- bacteria in soil that um eats uh plastic and now also we're developing that as well like i i believe we have like scientists oh yeah uh, they found it, they're like we should grow more of that yeah we definitely <laughs> fund fund that. <laughs> how are we not funding that um i there that's the thing with our the way we structure society right now what's your um I feel like one salute because the, most of the reason why we uh, have so much conflict is because we kind of like money a lot and we like hoarding money and we, our livelihoods are based off money and stuff like that. And so it feels like unconditional basic income for, for, the, for the Green Party, I guess it's a, a negative tax income, which is a little different. But what do you think about unconditional basic income? Like, wouldn't that isn't that an idea? Whatever, it's, like, it's an idea for sure. Would it be effective? Um, do you believe? It would I be do effective? know that um, you know, never like you can't fix somebody's money problems by giving them more money, right? They just have more problems. That's fucking it's how it works. So yeah. like, I don't know if some people should be like. 
in control of a lot of money, but I think, you know, like everybody should be able to have a roof over their head. Everybody should be able to eat well. Yes, everybody should I mean. be able to, you know, have the choices that they want to make in life. We live in a land of abundance here in America. It's like literally the whole thing. And we explored so much good stuff and so much crap. And there's just like, you know, we could let's like cut down the crap. Let's trim the fat. Um, I forgot what the question was. I'm going to be honest. Well, it's like, um, there's a, there is a definitely a, like a hunger for profit for many of these companies. And the reason they do ill is because they're like, well, we'll make more money if we do ill. Why wouldn't like, why would we care about plastic and oil and global toxins in the air? Why would we care about profit sharing or what like harm we're doing to the animals or deforestation and stuff like that when well, we can make money? So, so there, there might be a way to like allow people some sort of unconditional money and then maybe like put a, as strange as this might sound, put some sort of like cap on uh on the way like how much you can have like how much you can produce like so no one goes for profit motive at a certain point because they can't well, make any more but would that be I mean, like i i don't know about that idea exactly a lot of these guys aren't even like like the money's not going through them it's just going through things that they're a part of you know and like like Steve Jobs famously got paid like a dollar a year or something like when he went back to Apple, right? But like he had so much money already at that point and it wasn't any money that he was like necessarily like his his stuff's all paid for and like I don't know, man. It's uh money is a weird tool. It is weird. And there's a lot of people that have like philosophies well, especially, I mean, I'm not it's even incom- sure I know what money is, to be honest. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, the U.S. dollar. Like, for a long time, I didn't believe that was real, yeah. you know? And then the cryptocurrency came around, and I'm <laughs> like, all right, I guess, like, it makes sense to have, like, a placeholder for value or whatever, but, like, why can't I just have that trusting relationship with somebody in my life where, you know, we don't have to exchange anything, and it's right. good, you know? Nice. Right, uh, like a Star Trek reality. Something where, like, we have this, like, common hive mind where we're like, we know what we do. Know we, we, it's, it's like no – I mean, some people just call it communism, but it's real. that's a dangerous word to use because that's that word's been used to justify so much co- uh, corruption and murder. You can, I can't hardly use communism, but you can use something like uh, the idea of – no money like we there there's no there would have to be an understanding though like not to take more than you need like if you you don't you don't need a super yacht jeff bezos or whatever like you need to like plant some farm seeds you know it it would that's why i'm saying there has to be some sort of spiritual like foundation to this there has to be some greater insight some greater holistic uh uh, understanding otherwise we're just like blindfolding ourselves into this crazy maze of uh uh of self-corruption and and it seems like money is an easy way to self-corrupt someone especially in politics and 
That's all, that's all lobbyists do is they're like, hmm, how can we corrupt people? And then there's positive corruptors that have to do the same dirty deed just to get people on the light side, you know, the, the better side. And it's I all... mean, who, who, who are you to judge Jeff Bezos? I, I know, yeah. Over, like, maybe he needs <laughs> that super yacht for some mission <laughs> to... You know, find a hidden treasure that will unlock <laughs> yeah, you're right. the, <laughs> the Atlantis. He's going to find the 13th crystal skull buried under the uh, um, Bermuda Triangle or something and bring that knowledge to the people with that super yacht. You're right. Holy like, shit, that's the, the that's Bermuda the triangle. That's the, yeah, but that would be a risky endeavor. On uh, You'll need some sort of Merkaba force field to get around that. Money, for sure. Distortion that. Field. I can't imagine it wouldn't, but. I don't know, man. Like you're exactly right. I'm like, just trying not to. I just try to do the best that I can, you know. And like the things that seem the best to me, like I just put more energy into that. And whenever something like nags me out, like I'll acknowledge it. Yeah. I'll be like, "Fuck that! That was fucked up." Yeah. Then I'm just right back to okay. Well, what can I do? You know, either to like fix that problem or this other thing that I got going on in my life. You know, that's that's all we can do. Right. That's like that's all we know we can do. And so I feel like there has to, uh, I don't know. People, so channel material, I'll get into channel material like extraterrestrials ostensibly channeled through people. And they say their society has no money. They say, oh, they're, we don't need money. Why would we need money? Uh, we just know what to they they sound like they know it they they sound more omniscient than us they sound like they're less blindfolded than us somehow like they have a way to tap into reality on the level we can't and so they can see the future more plainly than we can in other words so their decision making process is a lot um simpler in in other words they just follow their passion because they know they're not going to go out of karmic balance with the universe so much that we have done. Um, so they, they can interact in that way in a perfect light. And they're telepathically connected. That's the thing. We're That's another way to connect it to the nudist because it feels like they're more telepathically connected. It's like we have so the many, nudists? I don't know. It, it feels like we have so many barriers around each other. Right now, by the way. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, oh, man. I wish I could join you. I just, I, I have so much shame to do that right now. <laughs> Thank God you allow me to do so, though. But, uh, th- th- yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about the, like, what these mystics have been saying? Like, there's, isn't, is there a I don't way? I know much about the, what the mystics have been saying. I, I was learning a lot about, like, these uh, extraterrestrial beings from you. Like, I, I've done, like, a lot of research. Like, I don't know too much about the why or the how, you know, it's more about, like, the, um, who, where, like, some more of the objective, um, easily knowable sort of things, and, uh, like, yeah, it, it's just super fascinating, like, I think it's all that and more, you know, like, it's always... My approach, I'm like, I'm like. The problem is, it's impossible to like relate to anyone because there's no way for me to scientifically validate anything of what I'm saying unless someone validates it for themselves through some type of uh, meditation or 
some type of psychedelic experience or something where they have the, whatever ritual or tools you yeah. need for sure. So when I, I met think... when I meditate, uh, as an example, <clears throat> not that like this is great or anything or like I'm special. Anyone could do it. But like when I meditate and I sit down, I see visions of these beings looking at me. These like otherworldly extraterrestrial. They look pretty humanoid and they're celestial. They're like glowing. They're like perfect. It, it, it's so interesting. that, And I imagine it's not just my head that's concocting these because they're more realistic than what I'm seeing now, like it feels more real than this reality. And that's how, that's the only way I can explain it to people. And so the, the, the whole idea is like, Oh, well, yeah. And anyone could just be like, no, that's fake. And so I don't, I don't know what, where to go with that exactly. So I like to stay more grounded if possible. Um, but I always put that seed out there because it feels like our human potential is so much, so much greater than uh, what we currently perceive in our culture that it's it's fascinating how little, like how much, how comfortable we are with being limited and doing everything through external technology instead of through perhaps a, a greater connective uh, source. Medi- the, the key here is meditate. <laughs> Yeah. One hour a day. One hour a day. One, a, one hour a day meditation challenge. Are you going to try it? Fast for three <laughs> that's, days. That's a commitment. Uh, Fast for thirty sure. days. Yeah, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I would never pressure you. I'm sure you're busy. You have a lot of things going on. Would be hard to do. Way that. too much. Way too much campaigning uh apparently my friend is running for mayor of denver oh wow for um, what, par- what yeah what, what, is Start there a particular party or, or something uh, i'm not totally sure uh to be honest green party it seems like we work together on this waste no more campaign uh which is trying to decrease trash and increase the compostables and recycles awesome uh, in denver so he like wrote the language for this bill that's already going to be on the ballot. We got all the signatures. Now we're just educating, which is like super nice for me to. What, what's his name? That. What's his name? Advertise what? him. See if people can vote uh, for him. If any Denver Ian. people listen. His name's Ian. Um, I can't pronounce his last name. So Ian is vote um, for Ian, the mayor. If there's a Colorado <laughs> listener that's synchronistically listening to this now. Yeah, before. Um, I think it's going to be in April next year. All right. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. What else have you been doing? Can't... Oh, my gosh. Uh, I got some new ball shoes. I'm trying <laughs> to play more basketball. Um, my buddy put in a basketball hoop behind his embroidery shop down in the Santa Fe Art District. Sounds great. Um, making a Toon Squad jersey. Um, I got a new job. I'm in data finally. I mean, I've been doing data stuff a little bit, uh, but now I got a full-time job doing data for inside sales of Evo payments. So we're talking about money and the love of money earlier. Yeah. And like, looking at these 
accounts, like the numbers behind these accounts are just insane. Really? <laughs> uh, so that's like, yeah, um, a new temptation in my life, I suppose. Uh, but I'm also trying to do this other job, courier uh, service, you know, moving things around. Oh, really? Another uh, job? Yeah, and uh, I left the other job at the gas station, the come and go. Yeah. Um, got some new girlfriends. Apparently, I have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend uh, and girlfriend? That's amazing. Man, you're a lucky person. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, have fun and that's great. give love. And yeah. it's, like, working out great. I recommend it. Uh, let me know what, if you, you know, let me know if you try it, like what you think and, you know, maybe we can get the word out. About love? About giving love? Just giving love and like, not all the time, like, you know, definitely in like a discerning sort of way, you know, like some people will just take your energy, right? Yeah. Because they're like, uh, you know, I'll say their own. I've had that experience a few times in a sauna. Oh, <laughs> where people really took my energy and I didn't even realize it. Word. Yeah, interesting. I'd love to hear more about that. Um, I think I talked to I talked to him about it before, but uh, I just just um, know your preferences more than um, loving other people's. You know, it, we want to we want to be unconditional, right? We want to have everyone, no matter what their preferences, no matter. No matter what they're... unconditional thing. I want to push back. Okay, um, all right. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Because boundaries, you need boundaries, right? Right. What makes you feel safe and loved? Like, yeah. you can't just That's receive love in any sort of... Uh, but you can, like, you know, try to give love in situations that are appropriate, right? Right. Like, you don't want to just, like, ask a girl to marry you at the bar, but... Like yeah. you can flirt with people everywhere all the time, you know, and like. <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, what What is your definition of un- unconditional love? I don't know. Like unconditional love is like there's no conditions, but like you gotta yeah. have your boundaries, right? So like if somebody's uh, punching you in the face, don't give them unconditional love, right? Don't live, love that situation. Like, you probably want to get out of that. That's the thing. I don't know. I'm also not going to judge anybody who likes getting punched in the face either, right? Some people like that. Shameless, but lip fucking (laughs) Definitely converse about that before. Well, that's the paradox of unconditional love is that um, it it, uh, conditions are within that realm of unconditional love. Because if we were to say God is unconditional love because allows everything right like it allows everything without condition except for the conditions of our physical form thank you god you you no no i'm just i love god but uh there's so there's no conditions however when we place a condition on like you said some sort of like loving condition like look um don't punch me. That seems like a loving condition, right? That that seems like something we could all agree on. Uh, like, and it, th- like I said, I'm not going to judge anybody who's into it. Like, I <laughs> don't personally. Actually, you know what? I do like getting in fights. I'm going to be honest. Like, really? There's, there's something about like just kicking somebody's ass. Hey, wow. To, like, ask for it. <laughs> I'm like, going really to cut nice. this out. I'm going to. I'm editing this from the podcast. <laughs> no, you have a secret. 
that's going to be used against you in the year 2070 when when all violence is ceased. <laughs> Wait, do, you, do you think all violence will be ceased? Do you think we'll have world peace? Are you one of those people that, like me, that kind of have this belief? Like John Lennon's imagining. The UFC. There's like a big fight tonight uh, here. Um, That's great. But, you know, like sports, competition, good teamwork. There's lots of, like... It's all great. Like, how can anyone judge wounds, that? Right? Wounds are like where the healing comes from, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, but eventually, can we like heal? Like, are we ever going to mend our like fundamental? Beyond it, I hope so. Fuck. Because it seems like with the, like it seems like well, suffering. Yeah, maybe not in our lifetime. <laughs> I don't know. You're doing a pretty like. God damn it! I love how. Um, uh, you realize all this, like you have all these, um, you don't judge anyone, but at the same time, you know, when to like push to push the conversation toward towards like the other side. So we have a, a mutual understand because like unconditional love, I use that word a lot, but I know I don't express that. There's no way I could possibly. Um, when my mom makes like a, 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 a remark about it, like, I, I don't be like, oh yeah, you, you, can, you can, you know, you do whatever you want. Like you, you're, you're your own person. I, I'm always like, why, why, why do you do? I always like question like a Socrates person. And I always feel like I'm being loving while doing it at the same time. Like I'm, I'm. When when some people like do actions I don't prefer, I'm like, what what what? Why are you doing it that way? It's uh, I feel like that's a non-judgmental state. But some people will say, no, you're in a judgment state right now. Like you're judging someone. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Preference is you know like how you have more of what you want, right? Yeah, preference right. is good. I don't think you know. Tell, say I think everybody should say no more. You know, and like we have to say no a lot, but like yeah. even more, especially like we I just agree. need more time to ourselves. There's a lot and more meditation every day. Yeah, I, I, I. Wait, did you say there's more to do than meditation? Is that what I heard? Um, yeah, I think like not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. There, there has to be action in the world. Like there has to be construction, creation, and uh, play, and laughter, and conversation. And some people like use meditation. That's the thing. Meditation can be an addiction, like anything else. It's just like an opioid or or whatever. You can just like put a needle in your veins and call it meditation. And that's what I've done like most of my life. And it feels like we there's belief systems that are like that as well. They're kind of like opioids that that are like we can only. I don't know. It goes into the. What's that? I tell you, I love math. Math is like one of my addictions. More look at numbers. Man, I suck at math. I can almost say I hate math, but that would be a. I couldn't possibly. Math has brought so much, but I suck at math. You hate it. But you're you're that's your work now. Your work involves math. Data, yeah, I'm the data. I'm the data guy. The Eagle Bands in Denver. Have you? Um, do you know of these? 
I don't want to keep you too long. It has been, it is over an hour. That's usually when I end these podcasts. But let's go a little further. Well, and, you we're gonna cut some of that stuff out. Are we? And you want to, you want me to cut that stuff? Some of that. No, whatever's clever, man. You're judge. Okay, yeah, because I can always. Re- I don't think anyone was. No one's gonna mind. Ever, I you might know go what? back down to the Civic Center Park and check out some more of the Cinco de Mayo Festival. Wow, that sounds great. Um, I wanted to... Uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, sure. It was super fun. I have an old great time. Thank you for having me on. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, check me out on social media, T-Dub, T-E-E-D-U-H-B. Excellent. Um, yeah, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat's my favorite. T-Dub, I appreciate this conversation. May you have a pleasant, peaceful, steady, stable, and loving, as much love as possible, life. Thank you. Hari Ganesh. Thank you. You.